It's Rise and Shine with Lady C, where we uplift, educate, and motivate. Hey, let's talk about life and faith, ministry, community, and more. I am Lady C, your host. Thank you so much for joining us this week, right here and every week on 1580thepraise.com. Today, I have an amazing and beautiful woman of faith. I am blessed to call her friend and sister. I have known her for more than 18 years. I was introduced to her ministry through my dearest aunt, Pastor Charlotte Allen, and her women's conferences where I would serve as a greeter. It was at these conferences focused on healing and deliverance where I heard her testimony. Year after year as a young woman, I was still trying to figure out life, but she would openly share her life in order to help someone else. Down through the years, God kept us connected as sisters, and for that, I'm grateful. Every chance we can, Bishop Crump extends an invitation to have her minister at Unity Christian Fellowship. Family, there are so many people who are stuck in their past, unable to move forward, unfortunate and traumatic events that have happened to no fault of their own. I wanted Sister Misty to share her past experience from victim to walking in healing and victory. I want you to be encouraged that you can be healed from your past. You can move from your past and walk in your purpose. We have in the studio on today, Reverend Misty Johnson, affectionately known as Sister Misty. She is married to David Johnson. She is a mother and grandmother to Aaliyah and Noah. Misty and David are in ministry at the Potter's House in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, where Kyle and Sonny Slessar are the lead pastors. Rise and Shine family, she has a powerful testimony on how she overcame her past. Welcome, my sister. Thank you for joining me on today. It's so good to have you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's always a good time with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Misty, tell us a little about your story. Who is Misty Johnson and how you overcame your past beginning at your birth? Well, um, first of all, I just want to give glory to God because he's brought me so far Amen. in 48 years. And, and I am walking in healing yes. and in victory. And my heart is to lead others to do the same. Yes. Because, you know, the enemy is out to steal, kill, mm. and destroy, and his MO has never changed. Yes. And he's very good at what he does. But if we have the truth, the belt of truth, Amen. and if we trust it and stick to it and hear to it, then the truth will truly set us free. So when I was born, my parents actually aborted me. Mm. And I had an Aunt Glenda who prayed. Wow. Yeah. And, and so here I am. Obviously, the abortion did not work. My God. Um, but she committed her li- herself to pray over my life yeah. and throughout my life. And, and I, I lived in a lot of abuse, a lot of sexual mm. trauma and abuse, a lot of mental, emotional. Mm. And by the age of 11, um, I was a full-blown alcoholic and mm. I was smoking marijuana and any other drug that I could get yeah. my hands on. And it was a way of coping because I didn't want to face what I faced daily. So from three to 11, my stepbrother molested me. Mm. And from 11 to 14, my dad's best friend I was sent to live with, he raped me right under the nose of his wife, right under the nose, he was on the PTA. And so I do want to insert in here just because Mm -hmm. someone is in the public eye and in all the right rooms does not mean that they should be trusted. That's good. 
That's good. Be careful who you allow your children to be around. Amen. Because I saw this man trusted in every room that he was in. And in, in the background, he was taking me for abortions every time I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I do not know how many I've had. And, you know, simultaneously, I was going to school. I was attending a school. I had teachers and a principal and a guidance counselor. I had a best friend. Wow. And in, uh, in the, behind the scenes, I was being raped by him. Mm-hmm. And when you grow up like that mm-hmm. your your psyche yeah. is affected the way you function is yeah. affected and you live from a wounded place you don't live from a place of love yeah you don't live from a place of wholeness mm-hmm. you live from that open wound and so i got to a place at 30 years old that my mother and my father had both passed away mm-hmm. and um i had four children total one of them was my nephew kenny who we adopted Mm -hmm. and then there was also my three children that I had from three different fathers and um, we were all over the country because I had lost I had given up custody to each of my children for each of my children because I figured they were better off Mm -hmm. with me or with them than with me yeah and so there was a I had a dream one night while I was alone in my apartment and I was high and drunk I do believe that now I was now looking back Mm -hmm. I believe I was overdosing Mm And I had this dream where when I woke up from this dream, there was no question that I had denied God and God came to me in the dream. And when I woke up, my face was in my carpet of my apartment and I was weeping Mm -hmm. and I was sober. Wow. And I said, I don't know who you are, but if you will show me, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Powerful. And that is how I got saved. Powerful. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. It just, it it gives me chills because, you know, sometimes we have this, um, thought process that you know healing and salvation only takes place in the church during the altar call but you know it could happen anywhere it could happen in your kitchen in your restroom wherever at your desk all of that you know so that is powerful oh my goodness and then um we were talking about how your aunt glenda prayed for you how she interceded can you talk a little bit more about aunt glenda oh I loved my my Aunt Glenda is now in heaven, (laughs) but I got to call her after um, I got saved. So I got saved. And so you get revelation. Everything just seems new. And then I remember my pastor who is retired now, Pastor Ofield. um, I remember him speaking shortly after I got saved. And he said some he preached a message. Somebody prayed for me. Wow. And when I heard that, I sat there trying to figure out who prayed for me Wow. because I had burned every bridge in my life. So all those things happened to me from 11 to 14, but from 14 forward, I had did a good job of destroying my own life because mm-hmm. I was living from that wounded place. So I couldn't think of anybody that would even want to pray for me. Right. So then it hit me and I couldn't wait to get home. And I called her and I said, Aunt Glenda, I've given my life to the Lord. And, you know, previous to that, she didn't know what state I was going to be in when I called. Mm-hmm. Every time I was, you know, drunk, high, angry or weepy, one yes. of the, you know, all of the above or and um but she would take my call every time and she never knew where i was living she never knew where i was at but she would remind me misty the lord loves you Mm -hmm. but i never considered that that statement was true i knew that she loved me but i never really gave consideration to the fact that there was a god in heaven my creator that loved me that had a plan and a purpose for me i i heard some of those things here and there but i never considered that that was afforded to me right right because i knew that i wasn't pure from Mm. the age of three 
Wow. And I didn't consider him. And I had children from different fathers. Yeah. I wasn't married. Yeah. The list goes on. Wow. And so I had just counted myself out. Wow. We thank God for all the Uncle and us. You know, Amen. we think about those women that are in our lives, those intercessors. You know, I think about um, people such as my mom, you know, Evangelist Lovey Armstead, Pastor yes. Charlotte Allen. I love those and they're ladies. interceding. Listen, they are interceding every day yes. on a prayer line, calling out our names. And then I think about those who have gone on to glory. My grandmothers, you know, um, Mother Blanche Allen and and my mother in love, um, Mother Manola Crump, you know, and, and we are we are right here, Missy, because of those yes. prayers yes. that that went forth. So I want to encourage listeners: don't stop praying for your children. Amen. Don't stop praying for your family. Don't stop praying for the prodigal sons, the prodigal daughters. Amen. Because we have to stand in the gap because somebody, somebody sure enough stood in the gap for me. Amen. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, Missy, can you talk about a little bit um, about the importance of forgiveness in our healing process? Yes. First of all, I don't believe the Lord gives us amnesia. So we do have those events that happen and we, we don't forget them. Yeah. Um, we were talking previously and you said that, you know, I forgive, but I'll, I won't forget. Yes. And that, to me, does not present the idea of true forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I will say this. When we have forgiveness and trust, we should not marry the two. That's good. One is a requirement. Mm-hmm. It's from the Lord to forgive. Yes. And if, if we do let it go, it becomes more like a movie in your mind mm-hmm. instead of something that feels like it's happening over and over again. Yeah. You know, there's a difference, but trust is something that does have to be earned. That's good. And so I'm not going to go sit down with the man that raped me for four years. I'm not going to do that. Right. But I am going to forgive him Mm -hmm. because I'm not letting the enemy have one more moment and get one more inch of glory out of my life. Amen. You know, I have a friend, Rhonda, and she says, I want the devil to get drunk on my birthday. Come on now. And that's how I feel. I do. (laughs) Yes. I do. Amen. Yeah. I want you sorry you ever messed with me. Yes. Yes. That's powerful. So I'm not going to waste time not forgiving because I have to let it go. That's right. Forgiveness. um, Unforgiveness. Excuse me unforgiveness is a sin Mm -hmm. we have to walk in forgiveness i was always taught um overseer kelly not for sure if you know her she would say you have to have um have a forgivable excuse me forgivable spirit we have to always continuously walk in forgiveness as christ also forgave us amen amen so uh, missy tell me um how do you silence the whispers of the enemy regarding our past you know sometimes that enemy he likes to whisper 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 so how do you um combat that how can we share to help others who still fight the whispers of the enemy regarding their past Mm. First of all, the past is, is rede- when you are blood bought and born again, Amen. the past is redeemed yes. and it becomes a mighty tool in the hand of God because he yes. says he can use all things for good for those that love him Amen. and are called according to his purpose. Right. And I love that verse because it says all things, all things, not just good things, Yes, all things, all impossible things. things, detestable things, yes. things that we never want mentioned in yes. public or on a radio station, yes. all things. So when we let it go, when we place it in the Lord's Mm -hmm. hands and allow him to redeem the past, then, yeah, the enemy may be able to bring that up. But just remember, he only uses partial truth. He's the father of lies. So remind him, number one, remind him of his future. That's good. Because he can never access what we have access to. Amen. Right. 
And then also casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself yes. above the knowledge of God. I remember when I got revelation in that verse, I got ticked off. Amen. How dare you try to exalt yourself That's above good my knowledge yes. of my Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. And always remember, even when those whispers come, that imaginations are not real. Yes. And we have the ability to cast them down. Yes. And the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. We don't yes. fight in the flesh. Amen. I have a young lady recently, our, our son Kenny, which we adopted him, mm -hmm. but our son Kenny passed away. And he had, you know, he has a tombstone. Yeah. And recently, I brought a young lady. I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. And I brought her to his his graveside, mm. and because she's going through something. Yeah. And I said, and she said, "Why are we here?" And oh. I said, she said, "Is that Kenny?" And I said, "Yes, it is." I said, "But I brought you here for a reason, because you can't offend a dead man." Mm, and you can't fight this battle in the flesh. Ooh. You're going to have to, you're going to have to die. You're going to have yeah. to let that flesh die. Yes. And it made the word real because yes. we can hear, we have to, we have to, I die daily. Absolutely. We, we can't fight it in the flesh, but literally yeah. I said, I can say whatever I want to him. Mm. I can call him out of his name. I can tell him he's good for nothing. Yeah. I can shout that he'll never get up mm. and talk to me yeah. or defend himself. Right. So right. we got to make sure that we're not warring in the flesh yes, and we good. have to allow the Lord. He's going to stand up for us, mm -hmm. but we can't, we have to cast down those imaginations and those whispers from the enemy because the bottom line is we need to be praying yes. for the ability to hear the voice of yes. God and as strangers, we will not hear. Yes. Yes. Amen. That is so powerful. One of the things honestly that I just love about you and admire is that you are authentic you're willing to share your story to help somebody else, to give God the glory. Mm -hmm. And so many times we as believers, sometimes we don't share those stories to help our young people that's coming along to say, you know what? I went through the same thing and I want to share with you what I went through and how I overcame. And I think sometimes uh, the young people can look at us kind of like, well, it looks like you, you've you arrived and you've never been through anything, but but the contrary. And so I thank you, one of God, for sharing, you know, and just being open and honest and transparent because the body of Christ needs to hear these stories. It's so important so that we can minister, effectively minister and help others. So I wanted to ask you, um, what is your prayer for those who are struggling in their past? What is, what is your prayer for those various young men and women that you come across mm -hmm. and you're praying for them, mentoring them, speaking life? Mm -hmm. What is your prayer for those who are still struggling with their past? And it could be, it doesn't even have to be a 20 or 30 year old, but it could be a woman or man in their 70s. Yes. With someone they just haven't been able to let go. Mm -hmm. What is your prayer for those? For them, for the Lord to reveal to them who they are in him yes. and that sounds very cliche but there was and i pray this over people that i come in contact with as you said because and i pray i pray over them this prayer because there was a moment when i came to the lord you know i came to the lord in such a powerful way yeah. i didn't get saved in church i mean it was like and immediately it was like i was just on a straight shot wow. I, knew, I knew you know yeah. i was on fire <laughs> but there was still pieces of me yes and I began to realize that I was more than one person. Mm -hmm. I began to realize that in this room, I would 
you know, kind of change to fit in here. Gotcha. And in this room, I, mm-hmm. and that all comes from trauma and pain. You become mm-hmm. a chameleon because mm-hmm. you don't want to stand out. So this I began to notice. And I remember it started to defeat me. Wow. And I thought one day I just, I'd had enough. Mm-hmm. And you ever just have enough and you're yes. on your knees and you're crying out. And <laughs> yes. I said, who am I? That's good. And I began to read in my word in the coming days. And I read the phrase in the word. I believe it's in John, and it says, before Abraham was, mm-hmm. I am. And all of a sudden, I just had this revelation that before Misty was aborted, there you are. Wow. Before Misty was raped, there you are. And there were, we're familiar with Jeremiah. Yeah. He says, before you were in mm-hmm. your mother's womb, I knew you. Yes. So then I said, yeah, 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 who's she? Who is that? Who did you, before any of this happened, I know who I am right now. That's good. But who was mm-hmm. I when you, before you, you had a plan and a purpose yeah. for me. That's what your word says. Who's that person? Who is she? Yes. And he began to peel it back like an onion. And eventually I became my own person in, in my own. In, in the room, yes. you know, I said, when I come to your church, I'm not like everybody else in the room. I don't <laughs> yes. preach like everybody yes. else. I don't, I'm me mm-hmm. and I'm who God created me to be. So my prayer yes. for those that are still struggling, struggling with their past is to ask the Lord that question. Amen. When, when I, before I was in my mother's womb, mm-hmm. when you held me and dreamed of what you wanted to do with me, yes. who was I then? so that we can get to that place. And then I remembered, well, these things have happened, but before Abraham was, I am. So while I'm walking here and I'm walking forward in the purpose that God has for my life as I'm getting healed and I'm continuing to have revelation over here because he's omniscient and he's omnipresent yes. and he can be in my yesterday and my tomorrow. He's right there healing me in those, in those rooms where I was abused so terribly. Yeah. He's touching and healing the places because because he has to. Mm-hmm. He has to, has to be true to his word. And so if before any of that happened there, he is, then I can move forward and say, who am I? Yes, that is awesome. He was there all the time. All the time. All the time. And he's still there. Yes. Only he can do that. <laughs> Powerful. Oh, my goodness. So, Missy, tell me, who inspires you? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so many. So many. So, um. You know, as I was listening to you, Mm -hmm. I was getting vivid pictures of you in conferences and along (laughs) the way, your sweet spirit, you are someone I definitely admire and you and brother Chris always inspire me. Um, You know, Jerry and Kevin, um, I love them so much, the Browns, yes. (laughs) And then I, you know, the Lord, I think about it and I say this a lot lately, especially as I continue to mentor young women. I, I think about who the Lord placed around me yes. and my good friend, uh, Debbie, Debbie Beeler. Um, she taught me the word. She taught me the richness of the word. Amen. She taught me the right way to preach the word. And I remember her telling me also, she said, Misty, anybody can preach a word. That's good. But God has called you to give the word to mm-hmm. his people. So there is a word for every room. Amen. And as I began to study the Bible, I noticed that Yes, there were specific words given in specific places mm-hmm. for specific people. And it yes. wasn't cookie cutter. So I began to learn the individual attention yes. that God gives to yes. his people and that he gives to those who minister his words. So she's a huge inspiration to me. And she's still my friend. She started yes. out as someone, you know, teaching me. Yeah. And now we pray for one another. And um, my pastors, uh, mm-hmm. Pastor Tim and Becky Ofield and Kyle and Sonny, yes. you know, I, I've been blessed with... Um, 
true men and women of God Amen. around me. And so I've been, I've also been able to be, to determine, you know, it, it's taught me how to determine this is God, this is not God. Mm-hmm. And to, to, to walk in the way, which is right. I, he's placed in front of me people that I can follow and find him. Amen. I like that. People I can follow and I can find him. Wow. That's how we should be. You know, people yeah. say, don't follow me, follow Jesus. Well, mm-hmm. where are you going? Because mm-hmm. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. That's powerful. So you are an entrepreneur, a very successful one. <laughs> so tell us about your business. What do you do <laughs> for fun? <laughs> well, um, that's, that's you know, it's something that the Lord uh, placed in my hands mm-hmm. and it's a creative way that he has connected me to women. And so I have a jewelry business, it's online and we have an app and legal live on Facebook, a lot less lately because I've had more ministry opportunities, but we have the app and the web okay. so that we're able to still offer our products to others. And we've connected to so many women, we've seen people be saved, Amen. we've prayed with people and they've been healed. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's, the Lord has no limits. No, he he will not. use anything yes, if you place will. it in his hands. And you know, I just pray when I step into a room or I step into an opportunity, that Lord, I pray that I'm recovering territory for you. Yeah. And so um, it is called, we are jewelry with the Johnsons and um, we're on the, on the web as a, we have a web store. You can tell I'm real technical, <laughs> but it is the she shed, um, dot com and sold.com. And then we have an app as well. And that is the she shed VIP experience. And we are budget friendly. Everything's $5. Amen. Amen. That's my type of shopping. <laughs> that's right. And church ladies love jewelry. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's awesome. So family, be sure uh, to check sister Missy out on uh, social media and to support her, um, as ministers of the gospel. Um, you know, we are pulled in many directions. So speak to us. How do you maintain boundaries? What does self-care look like for you? Mm, that is a great question. <laughs> it is a great question. You know, recently at a uh, marriage conference, my husband and I attended, I came away from that marriage conference knowing that I was out of balance. Mm. And I didn't know how I got there. And I do believe we we do. We ebb and we flow and we have yeah. human nature. So we find ourselves drifting, um, not from the Lord, but we just, yeah. he'll make, the, the enemy would love for you to be busy. All the time. worn out. <laughs> you know, so he doesn't care how yes. he steals, how he kills, how he destroys. So, you know, he can't get me with sex and drugs and rock and roll anymore. So <laughs> now he's right. going to get me so busy doing so many good things that yeah. I'm not doing anything that God called me to. So um, anyway, I came away from that women's conference and um or marriage conference and i just felt like i needed to shut down social media and my business for two weeks and i didn't hesitate i came out of there and i gladly i just i put a post up on facebook i said we'll be back in two weeks and i left it at that and it was so abrupt though that it concerned people (laughs) and i was like i promise you i'm fine and i spent that two weeks getting things back in order and the lord had spoke to me years ago he said misty it's preaching painting and paparazzi that's what he wanted me to do painting is another business i have but that's it for another time and i was doing paparazzi preaching once in a while painting once in a while and paparazzi had somehow gotten my jewelry business had somehow gotten to the top right and um during that time, I reevaluated. I asked the Lord what He wanted me to do, That's good. and I took my hands off some things. And mm-hmm. more opportunities have come to speak and to minister. Yes. There's a new opportunity coming with the painting business. It's yes. amazing what He will do if you will take your hands off of it. That's good. And so sometimes we do. We just have to stop and still ourselves yes. before the Lord. And so I think my self care. I know that my self care is sitting quietly in His presence. I like to get my nails done. I like yeah. all that stuff. 
but when I just sit yes. it quietly yes. in his presence. Yes. I like that what you said, reevaluate. You know, family, sometimes we just have to stop, pause, you know, put the brakes on and reevaluate. What is it that God is calling us to Amen. do in this season? Not what this person wants us to do, not what this person, but what is it that God is calling us to do in this season and walking in it? So talk to me about fun um, in the midst of ministry, you know, uh, you know, career, the business. What do you do for fun? Any hobbies? Um, I love to paint furniture. Okay. That's something that I love huh. to do and just go to the thrift store, find something random or a good yard sale. Oh, and I love I'll that. paint it and repurpose it. Or I also love to get in the car with my husband and go yeah. see our grandchildren oh, in South Carolina. Yes. Yeah, any time with my children or our grandchildren is a lot of fun. And That's that a is a good pressure release for me. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, as we're going to be wrapping up here, um, I want you to encourage our listeners for some final words on how to move forward and heal from their past. Mm. Well, <clears throat> maybe you're not like me and you haven't reached that place where you've trusted the Lord with the pain yeah. of your past. And I would encourage you to consider the Lord because I promise you that without him and without him intervening in my life, I would not be where I am today. And healed and whole is a whole lot better than mm. broken and in pain because hurt people hurt people, mm. but healed people help people. Yes. And one of my very favorite verses in the Bible is Psalm eighteen nineteen. So. I want you to close your eyes if you're listening. I want you to visualize it with me. And I read it in the Amplified Version, and it goes like this. He brought me forth into a large place. He delivers me because he delights in me. And when I found myself at the place where I had no living parents, I mm. lost custody of my children. Mm. I weighed 98 pounds soaking mm. wet. I couldn't survive without some type of drug or alcohol. I never for mm. one moment imagined that the Lord would Glory. consider delivering me, let alone having anything to do with me. But the truth of the mm. matter is that he stepped into my life yes. and he stopped everything. He parted the waters for me, so he made room for me. Yes. It says he brought me forth into a large place. I picture him just sweeping everything aside and clearing the floor so that I have yes. plenty of room to move. Yes. And it says he delivers me because mm -hmm. he delights in me. I wanna encourage you, no matter what you've done, whether it's self-inflicted or whether it's been imposed upon you, the Lord created you. He held you before you were ever in your mother's womb and he had dreams and he had visions. He had a plan and he had a purpose for you and he yes. still does. There is still hope and you still Glory. have a future and he delights in you and it's his pleasure to help you. So I would encourage you, you know, someone who knows the Lord they're, they're, you're thinking of them right now go reach out or if you don't if you are in that place like me where you've burned every bridge imaginable I'm telling you if you take a knee and you bow even if you do not know how to pray if you just weep and let it out your tears will pray for you and it's his pleasure to help you. You will be amazed. He will not take away every trouble in your life. There's plenty of trouble for a lifetime, believe <laughs> me. But it's so much easier trusting him and watching him yes. recover 
it all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he delivers them out of them all. And as long as you are moving forward in the Lord, then you are moving towards greater and deeper healing. And as long as you have breath today, you still have hope and the Lord wants to deliver you. Amen. Amen. Thank you to my friend and guest, Reverend Misty Johnson, for joining the Rise and Shine family today. If you have a women's ministry event, I highly recommend that she be considered. She is authentic, highly anointed, and is breaking chains in the lives of God's people. She is a blessing to the kingdom. I am your host, Lady C. Remember, you have purpose and it's time to rise and shine. Join us weekly here on 1580 The Praise. God bless.